Welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching, a podcast designed for athletes who love a challenge and want to see just how far they can really go. I'm your host, Amy Twiggs, and the podcast starts now. Hi, Flippin' Awesome Athletes. Hey, listen. So last week, or maybe it was a couple weeks ago, I talked about how coaches cannot cause pressure in athletes. And I definitely got pushback on that, which is totally great. But they can influence and trigger thoughts in athletes, and they can take action that is loud and maybe inappropriate, but the athlete always gets to decide what he or she will make those words and actions mean from the coach, what they're going to make those actions and those words mean about them as an athlete. Okay, does that make sense? And whatever the athlete, whatever you as athletes decide to make those words and those actions of coaches mean will determine how much pressure you feel, okay? So that doesn't excuse coaches from acting inappropriate and crazy and loud. Well, I guess you get to decide, but some people think I was excusing what coaches are doing, right? Don't we all act kind of crazy and inappropriate and loud and do things that we, and say things that we wish we hadn't at times? Athletes and parents of athletes can always set boundaries and take action if they think there's an abusive situation. So I'm kind of uh, continuing the podcast that I had done on the pressure that coaches that we think coaches put on our athletes. I just want to keep it going just a little bit for this one. I can't tell you, and I will never tell you what to do, but I just want to encourage you um, and offer the idea that a coach yelling at an athlete doesn't make the athlete a victim to the coach. Coaches will say, and parents, but they'll say athletes are too young to understand this. They're too young to know that they can choose, right? Do you want to believe that, you athletes? Do you want to believe that you're too young to understand the skill of choosing how you want to feel? Do you want to be the victim because you're too young to understand? If your parents or if your coaches, I want you to, to teach your athletes. Try them. Ask them. See if they can handle what I'm trying to tell you. Tell them that they have the power to decide how they want to feel and see if it makes them feel worse or if it makes them feel empowered and better. I would rather, I have four teenagers, and I would rather they know that they're always in control of their emotions than telling them that the world and the coaches and the things outside of their control and outside of them can just go ahead and decide for them how they should feel. But this week, I actually, I want to tell you about an athlete that I was coaching about pressure from the other side, okay? She was afraid that she might be disappointing her team and her coaches, and it was help, she was saying she feels pressure from her team and her coaches because she's afraid she's going to disappoint them. She said it's so, I'm going to kind of transition right now. I just wanted to kind of complete that thought from the last time. Anyways, she was telling me that it's hard to put herself out there because she feels so much pressure. And I asked her if she was planning to play for her team, and she said she was planning on it. And when you hear your voice raise like that, it's like your lower brain doesn't believe you. Yeah, I'm planning on it. I'm kind of planning on it. But because she's worked hard and gotten this far, she she thinks that she's planning on it, right? And But she doesn't feel um, capable. She feels like she might fail. And that thought of disappointment, of causing disappointment in somebody else, makes her feel pressure that she might disappoint her coaches and her team. So this is just another, another episode about pressure in general. I asked her why she wanted to compete and why she wanted to perform. And she said 
she wants to perform for her team. And again, she listed her voice. I want to perform for my team. I don't really know. It's kind of how, you know, how the conversation went. I want you athletes to hear this. You don't compete for your team. Everyone does or doesn't do what they will because they think they will feel something. But that's just not true. If you compete for your team, then you're hoping that competing for your team will make you feel connected and accepted by your team and satisfied and fulfilled. What you need to do is feel connected and accepted and satisfied and fulfilled. And by feeling that, you're going to compete really well. You're going to perform at the best version of you. And that will be who your team is hoping you will be on the field. So what do you owe your team? It comes down to what do you want to feel at the end of the season? Because what you owe your team doesn't have to do with the team. It's what do you want to feel when you're done with the game, when you're done with the season? Think about your future self, the, the future self that just finished the last game of the season, the one who made that final score in the last second of the closest game in the history of your sport. And the athlete who against all odds scored that winning point for the team. How do you feel when you think about something like that, this moment, this glorified moment in your head, right? This athlete, she wanted to feel proud instead of possibly the potential of feeling disappointment. Would you feel proud in that moment thinking, I did it, everyone saw it, it all came together, I've worked so hard and it paid off? If you think these kind of thoughts, would that feel proud? Is that the feeling of proud? Is that proud feeling for your team or is it for you? You are not jumping inside your teammates' bodies and your coaches' bodies and releasing proud neurochemicals for them to feel. No, it's for you. You're the only one feeling those neurochemicals, those neurotransmitters being released into your body and vibrating in your body. So when you can learn to feel proud, then you will show up as an athlete that performs at your highest level, which is the best result that you can give to any team in the moment, right? And any coach. So I love team bonding talks, but in the end, what you are doing, <laughs> what you're thinking is because you want to feel something. What you're doing is because you want to feel something, but if you can feel it before you do it, then you're going to perform so much better. You're going to perform from an emotion that you are feeling at your best level. Does that make sense? Feeling pressured about possibly disappointing coaches because you think I might disappoint, so you feel pressure, may not help you get the results you want. Can you disappoint other people? That's a side question. Do you believe you might disappoint your team and your coaches? That is where the pressure is coming from, that thought. If you believe that, then of course you're going to feel tons of pressure. What happens when you feel tons of pressure? And what does that pressure feel like inside? It weighs you down. It depletes you of energy. It feels bad. It feels like it's sitting in your stomach and you feel physically ill, right? And when you don't have energy, how do you show up as an athlete? Usually not very good. Usually you're hiding. Usually you're falling. Usually you're messing up a lot and your energy's gone, right? And if you're not showing up with energy and you're feeling physically ill, what kind of results are you getting? If you're messing up a lot, because you feel weighed down from this pressure that you're feeling, what kind of results are you getting? Probably a disappointing result because you have this thought, I might disappoint somebody. And in the end, you're disappointing yourself, right? And you might have these thoughts like, please don't count on me. Obviously, coaches aren't gonna count on you if you're showing that you're not capable of handling 
the thoughts or managing your thoughts and your emotions because the action showing that you're not you know capable of handling the situation right but i want you to ask yourself how does this keep you safe because you know when you think thoughts like i might disappoint somebody and you feel pressure so you don't show up how does hiding and not showing up for yourself keep you safe how does that serve you if you think about serving your team and the coaches what do you think they're thinking right and it doesn't matter what they're thinking but that's just something that we're always thinking about what are they thinking right how does that thought keep you safe? It keeps you safe because you don't have to show up. When you don't have to show up, you fail before you fail, so you're not gonna disappoint anybody. If you, cause, if you can cause somebody to feel something, let me know, by the way. We all wanna know how to do that. But just because somebody complies to a request doesn't mean that we all of a sudden have the power and the art of knowing how to control other people and cause their feelings. We all think we want control, but uh, we really can't even control ourselves, so maybe, we should work on ourselves and learning to control ourselves first before we think we can control other people. At any rate, that was a side note. If, if, uh, if I don't do that thing, if I don't show up, then that serves me because it keeps me from having to experience a negative emotion. But here's the, the lie in that. That's what you want to believe, right? If I don't show up, then the coaches won't count on me, and then they won't ask me to go out there, and then I won't feel like a failure, and then I won't feel the pressure because I won't even have to go out there. So then I won't feel the disappointment, but is that true? No, it actually makes it worse when we avoid taking action because of a fear of a feeling, of a negative emotion. How does it serve you to believe that you could disappoint somebody else? How does it serve you to believe that you have the power to inject emotions into people around you, right? If I fall or mess up, it keeps me from taking a chance and it keeps me from feeling a negative emotion, but actually hiding feels terrible too. So you're going to feel disappointed hiding, but you might possibly feel disappointed going all out. You've now limited your op option though if you hide, if you don't go all out. You have the feelings of disappointed, these negative feelings of avoiding taking action, and you have those feelings, but you've just avoided the opportunity of having maybe disappointment, maybe uh, pressure, but you also might have the other side of it everything's open on the other side. So you, so here's the thing that's interesting. We think we're in control if we don't go all out. If we fail before we fail, then we're at least in control of the negative emotions over on that side. But then what we're saying is we might have those emotions on the other side, but we're missing out on the emotions that the positive side of the emotions, hopefully you follow me. If you don't go all out, you fail before you fail. So you're left with disappointment, that's it. If you go all out, you might feel disappointed, but you also might feel amazing and proud, right? The emotion that this athlete wanted, that she had done something. She wanted to feel pride in herself, right? And what if you thought, I made them feel proud because you go to a place in your head of, hey, what if I do get that other emotion? What if I do get to experience all the positive side of trying? And so you go to the thought, I made them proud, and then you feel amazing, right? You feel proud. You feel good. You're... You feel this tingling all over your body. You feel your heart is full and big, right? And then you're jumping up and you're excited and you're smiling. That result is a possibility, but only if you choose to be okay with feeling disappointment or anything else that comes your way that, on that side of it. Is it worth the possibility of feeling proud of yourself? What if your compelling reason to show up is just that you want to feel proud 
is that worth going to your game and showing up as you with the possibility of feeling proud, but also the possibility of still feeling disappointment. So knowing that you can feel proud at any time is kind of a cool thing because you can feel it right now. But just for this purpose, is going all out on yourself worth the possibility of getting to feel the emotion of proud? Proud might feel better than uh, pressure or disappointment, right? And the pressure you cause yourself by believing that you could cause disappointment in your coaches and team is not about your coaches and team, it's about you. You feel pressure simply because you believe that you're capable of disappointing other people. What if you stop believing that? And what if you stop believing that you had that much power and you just showed up as you and played? You play your sport just because you wanna play and everyone gets to choose how they wanna play and how they wanna feel and how they wanna act. You get to go out and make mistakes because that is actually what is expected in sports. Messing up is why we love watching sports. Who is, um, who's gonna go out and make the least mistakes and win, right? It's not about, I only watch if everyone performs perfectly, right? No, that's not right. What's the point if there's no mistakes, no outs, no foul balls, no missed touchdowns, no fails and falls? Where's the challenge? So embrace the emotion of pressure, be okay with it, know that you can handle it and that you can change it if you want to, but take ownership of the pressure that you cause yourself by believing that you have to re reach everyone's expectations, especially yours, only yours is really what matters, right? But everyone's expectations, everyone on the team, everyone in the dugout, everyone in the stands, everyone watching on TV, right? You have these thoughts of don't let anyone down. This is it. If you miss this one, it's over. Are those sentences true? Can you disappoint your coaches and teams and fans? No. They get to choose their own thoughts, which may feel disappointing to them. Take the pressure created by your thoughts and challenge those thoughts. Are they true? If not, then decide if you really want to keep believing them. All right? That's what I got for you today. Have an amazing day. Bye, guys. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening or have questions about something you heard on this podcast, go to Flippin' Awesome Coaching to get your questions answered. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a flippin' awesome week. Bye.